This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You will find all of the features completely free there. So do head there. Enjoy those on us. Main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content, uh, the Items that you see in the main column of the front page of our website were all created by listeners like you. So without you, we wouldn't have anything there. So thanks to you. And if you haven't gone over there and figured out how all that works, you can go to uh, freetalklive.com and do it. It's a pretty neat little uh, simple process. Most exciting website on the Internet. I don't know about that. But it's definitely one of the better talk radio websites. That's for sure. I I feel confident (laughs) in saying that. Not, yeah, not not big competition. Unfortunately, that's a true statement. But nonetheless, we appreciate everybody who's helped make it possible because if it weren't for you, it wouldn't be as great as it is. So, freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it is Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And uh, 800-259-9231. Coming up still uh, tonight... Last night, uh, we mentioned something and never got, a, got got to the details. Mark, you you got some scientific details on what might actually be wrong with these X-ray machines from a you know a, a health standpoint. Yeah, I I wouldn't call them scientific details. They are details from scientists. So people that are better experts than we are, I don't know that they spit it out in scientific form. Though, I you know? see. Well, if it comes from a scientist, it certainly seems more scientific than uh, than otherwise. It's sciency, definitely. So we'll we'll get to that. Uh, And the L.A. Times is telling you to shut up and be scanned. We'll see what kind of advice they have. uh, And, of course, take your phone calls. It sounds very uh, compassionate, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, But your calls are the primary element, so let's go to them first. Ed is listening in Washington, D.C. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live. Guys, 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 how are y'all tonight? Hey, hey Ed, what's on your mind? I'm, I'm also, I'm a little bit tired of the TSA issue, but apparently a lot of people aren't tired of it, and I'd, I'd like an excuse to stop talking about it, but when the LA Times puts out an op-ed called Shut Up and Be Scanned, it's hard for me to ignore something, uh, a piece of propaganda that, that brazen. That's, that's how I am. Go ahead. Well, the thing about the TSA, uh, this is about our New Year's Eve Liberty Bash benefit for Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to let the, the uh, listeners know about it. The past three days, we have sold over $1,000 worth of tickets. Wow, that's pretty so, good. Uh, yes, 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 yes. So uh, I just want to let everyone know, uh, New Year's Eve, New York City, uh, they can go to NewYearsEveLibertyBash.com and purchase a reservation. Uh, to uh, get into this uh, this party of the of the year, I've heard it's going to be quite yeah. a good time. I know yeah, that- I, I'm really interested in going, but you know, I'm probably going to be here doing the radio show, and I I can't get from uh, Keene, New Hampshire, to New York City in in three hours. So, well, I know Two that. Uh, let's see. Over, in, isn't it the guys from Liberty on Tour? Aren't they planning on being there? I, I know that I've heard some folks are going to be there. Michelle Seven, I believe, is going and speaking on behalf yeah. of the Civil Disobedience Evolution. Fund. Then it's a real party. Yes, she sure is. I'm not sure if Adam and and, and Adam and uh, and uh, Pete are going to make it, um, but we definitely want as many people to come out there so that we can help them with uh, all the co- uh, the court costs that they incurred uh, during the uh, Liberty on tour. And uh, of course, uh, the uh, proceeds will also be going to Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. It's fantastic. So, where can Thanks folks go- where can folks go to learn more about this again? 
Okay, they can go to New Year's Eve Liberty Bash dot com right. and they can purchase a reservation there. It's going to be in Manhattan. So oh. uh, and like I said, the past three days the ticket sales have jumped and uh so uh, there's limited space and people need to get on board now. Is this in a hotel? Where's it taking place? Okay, this is going to be at the Gin Mill. We have a, a private room called the Speakeasy at the Gin Mill. And uh, it's on the it's in the Upper West Side. There's a map and everything on the website. What, what is the Gen Again, Mill? Is that like New Year's Eve Liberty Bash dot com? What is the Gen Mill? Uh, it's a bar. It's, oh, okay. So it's definitely a twenty one and up. But like I said, we do have a private room for all of us. Uh, uh, voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians. Are there uh, like a recommend? Is there like a recommended event hotel where you can get a room discount or something like that, or is that just not even an option on New Year's Eve in New York City? Yeah, we're not. You know, our group we're really not going to get involved in that. It's pretty much uh, folks will have to take care of that themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get together. They can go to the Facebook page and uh, get together with their friends and uh, and figure out what they want to do as far as splitting a room, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know what it's like uh, being in New York City. Uh, how many times have you been in New York City on New Year's Eve, Ed? <laughs> I've never been to New York City on New Year's Eve, and that's why I decided to throw this. This should be very interesting. I mean, the, of course, everybody knows that in Times Square there's an incredibly uh, large amount of people. I imagine that uh, thronging mass to some extent exists throughout the city, but I'm just speculating. I don't I don't know. I've been there only a few times for we'll business. Be, we'll be on the Upper West Side, so we won't be as close to the bit larger crowds. I see. Nonetheless, I, w- I would expect that earlier would be better as far as, like you say, locking in uh, tickets for the event and getting a hotel room. That way you can assure yourself that you you can get a hotel as close to the event as possible. You're, if you're, if you're party... From what I've heard, uh, New Jersey, you can get some decent prices there, and it's you know, like a 15-minute train ride. So, I see. So uh, it shouldn't be any problem getting a room. I got you. Well, I know that if I'm going to be partying with the uh, the folks from you know Liberty on Tour or any of the other liberty minded folks that I've been uh, hanging around for a while, I'd uh, I'd rather just stumble to the nearest hotel and uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of my night there. The operative word there being you. stumble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There'll definitely be some after parties going on for sure. So all right. So what was it? New Year's Eve. Eve. It was a long. It was a long URL. New Year's Eve. What? Uh, it's New Year's Eve, LibertyBash.com. All right, there you go. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. And uh, 1-800-259-9231. Maybe we will, if, uh, if we're lucky, we'll have some drunken reveler call us on New Year's Eve. Because typically, if it's New Year's Eve, Free Talk Live is live on the air. So uh, we you know, always, always have a good time hearing from people that are having a good time. Not actually at the countdown time, just prior to it. Correct. We yeah, uh, end our show at 10 o'clock Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Let's go to somebody who's in New Jersey. Marcus is on the line. Uh, Marcus, you're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Lines. Hi, guys. Uh, I just wanted to share my fun story at the Motor Vehicle Commission because everybody loves going there. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I, I bought a uh, 1978 Volkswagen bus, and uh, so I wanted to... <laughs> does it run? Uh, yeah, it does run. Okay, good news. <laughs> And I wanted to uh, register it as a historic vehicle because it's old and uh, there's some cheaper. M- small benefits to uh, doing that. Yes. Uh, of course, you know, since that's an extra piece of paper, they don't actually um, allow you to do that at every single location. Uh, so instead of driving 10 minutes to the motor vehicle, I had to drive 40 minutes uh, mm. on a Saturday. 
Um, when I got there, there was a line out the door and around the building. Nice. Uh, it was a really long line, and uh, got gotten that. And and this this police officer came out and kind of you know very loudly told everybody, "Well, you'll be lucky if you even get in here, because we're closing." on time and we're only letting people in an hour before closing and <laughs> after that forget it so that was nice yeah um good customer service there right but this uh so this anyway this lady came out and actually let me cut in line i guess because i was registering a vehicle and she handed me a piece of paper i said oh is this can i use this to register register historic she says yes so i go inside uh cut everybody and uh fill that out get up to the desk and uh, the woman's like this is wrong this isn't for the historic registration you got to get that over there i'm like okay so uh I'll stand in I another to... line <laughs> yeah actually she told me to get it at a desk that was unattended and uh she didn't help anybody while i was going to get that she just waited for me to go get it and fill it out um so, so she could have to... taken somebody else but she didn't no no she definitely didn't she could have but she was just wanted to wait for me to fill out another piece of paperwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got the paperwork, and I showed it to her. I said, is this it? And she says, yes. So I filled that out. When I hand it to her, she said, this is the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine it's ending there. So if you don't mind, hang on. We will uh, bring you back here for the rest of your story. 800-259-9231. DMV Adventures. I'm relieved that we're not talking about the TSA, at least for the first segment of the show. 800-259-9231. If you want to keep it up, keep dialing in. Bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. Parents of America, beware. The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters. Mothers, cover your sons' ears and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And joining you here in the studio, it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. Do enjoy the features there, including news updates. Get signed up. And we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com and get signed up for either email updates, uh, Twitter, or Facebook. It's all free. News.freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court? Without an attorney, Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win. It's also for people with lawyers who want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what their lawyer should be doing. It works for plaintiffs and def- or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney. And it's so easy the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You get it at Jurisdictionary.com. There's so many people out there that have so much trouble with the legal system, and Jurisdictionary.com is designed to help you with that. Jurisdictionary.com. All right, we continue with Marcus. He's on the line in New Jersey on the amp lines, telling us of his odyssey with the DMV, going down, getting in a huge line, getting a lucky break, and having somebody allow him to cut into their place in line. 
then you went in with apparently what was the wrong form. You thought it was the right form. They told you it was the wrong form. She tells you to go. The bureaucrat says to go and get the right form uh, from a certain desk. You go and do that. She waits for you rather than handling any other customers like a good customer service person would and then comes back. Uh, you come back and she tells you again that you got the wrong form. Yeah, that's right. Actually, actually, when I came back with the form, I, I first asked her, I said, is this the right form? She says, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Waited for me to fill it out. Then after I filled it out, then it told me, oh, no, this is the wrong form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She she was an expert. You could tell. Um, wow. So after uh, after I go through all that, um, you know, she, she takes it and uh, they, they do the processing. And I had to wait. Uh, I actually had to hand in a photo of the vehicle because it was a historic registration. And for whatever reason, they need that. And uh, I got to talk with a different woman. Uh, who helped me with that? And when I handed her the photo, um, this was the first person to actually smile, which was uh, interesting. And she's like, "Oh, she's looking at the photo." And since it was a Volk, old Volkswagen bus, she says, "Oh, I remember these back in my day. We'd have that thing filled with flowers and pot." Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, it was just quite bizarre. Uh, you should have told so her mine I, is now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I did get out of there, and uh, I just thought it was really uh, interesting how they, uh, you know, they had all these people out and just yelling at them, and uh, you know, uh, but uh, that was that was pretty much the story. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. I yeah, appreciate it. Everybody who goes to the DMV at uh, some point or another in their life has some harrowing experience. I mean, most people try to avoid it like it's the plague. I feel so fortunate. I haven't gone to the DMV since I was. 16, got my license. I, I've been a few times to a few different ones in different places for different things. And, you know, even when they go well, it goes poorly. Um, and because you have this much lower standard of what customer service should be like mm -hmm. at a DMV. And it just kind of speaks to the whole, uh, you know, nation. If somehow you could have competing services that would, you know, license you or whatever it is that the DMV does – you would see an entirely different attitude over there if the clerks were compensated based on, you know, how many people they helped and how well they helped them or something like that. Obviously, store clerks at uh, grocery stores generally aren't, but they have different policies that make it so, you know, there's three people in line, we open a new register, that kind of thing. You don't wait very long at the grocery store, and there's a lot, uh, there's just a much more myriad of selection there. There's only yeah. a few things that you need at the DMV. But somehow or another, they managed to do it. You know, the, I, I remember uh, when I got my license, I don't know how it was for everybody else, but there was this person who was next to me. I studied exhaustively for my driver's license. Uh, I think this was my, my restricted permit. There was somebody next to me who I don't know whether they had studied or not, but they were taking the test multiple times that day. You can take the you could take the test I remember that, yeah. more than one time in the day you went. I mean, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, if somebody fails the test, they have to be able to take it again. But you know, you'd think they'd at least send you home one test per day or whatever. I, I think just, they send you home after the second one. Maybe whatever. If it's I'm recalling just, correctly, because I know bizarre, I failed it a few it? times. Yeah, I, I I didn't. I got it on my first go because I thought no, I, it was so important. Right. You know? I passed the driver's test the first time. I didn't pass the written test. Uh, the oh, first of course, time. they don't want to drive around with you more than once. I had to pass it back when you had to parallel park. Oh, yeah. They didn't have that when I did it. Uh, hey, Marcus, anything else you want to share tonight? 
Uh, no, just wanted to not talk about the TSA. Uh, well, I appreciate that, and thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. The, the discussions surrounding the TSA on the, the past couple weeks on this program have kind of surrounded the activism side of things. And you know, we have, We've got Meg here uh, on the show, and she's gonna become, I think she's going to be coming back on, on this, uh, this Saturday night as well. And uh, so obviously we kind of had that perspective of, well, Free Talk Live was kind of one of the things that helped really boost this discussion. Thanks to George Donnelly over at WeWon'tFly.com for posting a YouTube clip of our interview of Meg being harassed by the TSA. And now there's this whole whirlwind of activity surrounding the activism that uh, Meg and now John Tyner have uh, engaged in. He's the guy that uh, refused, refused to allow them to touch his junk. You touch my junk, I'll have you arrested. Yeah. And Sounds like a good policy. He had me. video, and that's uh, he he had had audio, video, audio yeah. actually, audio, good which, audio too. Yeah. And so you know, and he refused to cooperate. And that, that's important. So, and then you've got National Opt Out Day. So it's more so it's kind of focused around the activism and what's been happening out there, and and encouraging people to get involved and join National Opt Out Day at uh, WeWon'tFly.com. But we haven't really focused on what the other side is saying. We've talked something about, to some extent, about what the mainstream media's reporting has been on, say, Meg and John Tyner, but not necessarily what their editorializing has been. In fact, maybe there hasn't been much until this point, but all of a sudden today I came across two pieces, uh, one of them from the L.A. Times, the other one from National – excuse me, uh, townhall.com, which is essentially a neoconservative website. It's a, a website that is operated by the Salem Radio Network, mm. which is a very, very ultra-conservative neocon uh, talk radio network. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. So uh, let's start with the L.A. Times, though, because I just think the headline on this one cannot be ignored. Shut up and be scanned. No need to uh, be intellectual about it or anything like that. You just go ahead. Lay it right out there. Yeah, d- d- don't, uh, don't uh, deal with people's concerns. So, the airport security devices may be intrusive, but they're also a necessary evil. Would you rather pose for a nude photograph or be groped by a federal employee? To hear many flyers these days, those are the only two choices for air passengers as the TSA, Transportation Security Administration, installs full-body scanners at airports and introduces a more invasive pat-down technique that some have likened to sexual molestation. We're not wild about the new methods either, But they're a necessary evil in the era of suicide bombers who board planes with chemical explosives in their underwear. Necessary evil is a contradiction in terms. What do you mean? Evil is not necessary. But the the, the LA Times says it is. The LA Times is wrong. This is the largest newspaper in the west of the Mississippi. And this is the largest Liberty Radio program on the air, so... (laughs) All right, we'll come back with more on uh, this so-called necessary evil. They've got some justifications, things to say. Shame on you, Americans, for daring to buck the system, daring to uh, prepare yourself for National Opt-Out Day and reach out to people and tell them what's going on in the Air Force. You should just shut up. That's what they're saying here. Literally, shut up and be scanned. It's Free Talk Live. Don't question the police state. We need it. 
Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season provides a great opportunity to share a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Inspirational and beautifully illustrated publications from BigHeadPress.com are great tools for sharing the freedom message with thoughtful stories that are extremely entertaining and a pleasure to read. You'll be awed by the illustrations while you cheer for the heroes and boo the villains. Check out BigHeadPress.com and sample their work online before you buy BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site totally free. So head over there and do enjoy those on us. Features, by the way, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo. Or video showing they are listeners of this program. Go to uh, freetalklive.com, shrine.freetalklive.com. We'll take you right to the shrine. And again, that's uh, shrine.freetalklive.com. So how soon do you want to start teaching that child special to you about the ideas of liberty? It's Christmas time. It's an opportunity to buy this book, An Island Called Liberty, for every child on your list. Probably any of them between the ages of, you know, starting to have books read to them. So maybe one and a half, uh, one, one, all on up to, say, seven. An Island Called Liberty, it's, uh, it's simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will m- make it one of any child's favorites. Go now to freemarketunderdog.com. See some samples there. Order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with coupon code FTL. An island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. We'll come back to the LA Times here in a moment. Shut up and be scanned is what they're saying. Quit all this making a ruckus. You shouldn't be refusing. You should just accept it. We need the police state. We'll see what they have to say for themselves in a moment. But Dan is on the line in Texas. Dan, want to get your thoughts. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Well, the TSA. All right. What's on? Go ahead. We uh, we recently took a trip up to your neck of the woods, and uh, first off, fortunately, we were not subjected to the body scanners in either direction. So that was that was nice. That's good. But the night we got up there, I uh, took my coat out of my carry-on bag, put it on, stuck my hands in the pocket. Guess what I found in the pocket of my carry-on baggage? Knife. Lighter. <laughs> no, a, a, a live round of ammunition. Uh-oh. Huh. You could have built a zip gun right there out of a, a McDonald's straw and a, <laughs> uh, and a loose carpet tack. Right, right. But it gets better. So uh, my, com- my companion is, uh, is, is going through their bag, uh, just looking for some stuff, and finds a lighter. Mm. Okay? It gets better. On further inspection, we found a, um, a small amount of a certain herb. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Man. And who, who knows how old this thing is. But, I mean, that, those are three, you know, pretty big ticket items. They, they on certainly go on. on. They certainly go up the, the list from lighter to live yeah. ammunition to, to marijuana. Yeah, I, I got a lighter through, uh, no problem. It wasn't hidden away or anything like that. It was just in my carry-on bag. happens bag. all the time. It's yeah. happened to everybody. And this is why they're swabbing down. I mean, we didn't get any kind of body scan uh, nonsense going on, but um, at, our, at our airport where we left, uh, they were actually randomly wiping down the carry-ons with, with I guess, some sort of uh, explosive-detecting rag of some sort on a stick, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and for all that blue and the x-rays and all that other stuff, you know, three of those items made it onto the carry-on. 
you know, all the way up there. So there you go. Thanks for sharing that story. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you, Dan, at 800-259-9231. You're welcome to share. You're really lucky. Um, I mean, he's really, really lucky. I would like to imagine just walking around a little bit of old weed. I mean, it it happens if you smoke pot. It gets put places. It gets put places. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, he got extraordinarily lucky. That would have been a tough, tough day where you're like, I don't know how that got there. And you wouldn't have known, really. (laughs) Well, you did. Once you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I put that there a long time ago. But then what do you? Somebody else snuck pot in my coat pocket. So 800-259-9231. Maybe you want to tell your smuggling story. You're certainly welcome to do so. The L.A. Times saying, shut up and be scanned. That's the actual headline of the article. And they're saying, hey, it's necessary. It's a necessary evil. We're not wild about the new methods either, but it's necessary. Well, they're wild enough about the police state to write up an editorial and literally just try to smack people around verbally. Objections, they say, to the enhanced procedures are many and varied. Some center on the scanners, which are increasingly replacing metal detectors at airport terminals. And for good reason. Old-style detectors can't find the plastic or chemical bombs favored by today's terrorists. Yet the new scanners effectively peer through passengers' clothing, earning them the nickname Porno Scanners from such groups as We Won't Fly, a grassroots consumer organization. Passengers fear that the nearly nude images will be saved and disseminated, or they're just uncomfortable with the idea of a security screener peering at their bodies. You know, it's not just a fear. The fact is these these images have shown up on the Internet. They're out there. You can find them. I saw an article a couple days ago. uh, There's at least 100 of them out in the wild now. Others fret the scanners pose a health risk, and then there, we'll get into that here in a moment. And then there are those, such as software engineer John Tyner, who refused the scans only to be confronted with an even worse alternative, the new, uh, new TSA pat-down, which leaves no area of the body unexplored. Tyner became a YouTube star last weekend after he recorded his encounter with security officers at San Diego International Airport on his cell phone and posted it online. In the audio-only recording, the TSA employee explained this the search technique which involves running a hand up the leg to the crotch in front and back, to which Tyner responds, if you touch my junk, I'll have you arrested. Things go down from there, with Tyner eventually being threatened with a civil lawsuit for leaving the terminal without submitting to the search. And although Tyner might now be the most famous search objector, he's far from the only one. The Electronic Privacy Information Center has filed suit claiming that the scans violate the Fourth Amendment's ban on unreasonable searches, which they'll probably fail at because the government's going to find that it's completely reasonable to sure, do you're, you're, you're Well, not just that it's reasonable, though. What they'll find is that you voluntarily accept it. Mm. And airline pilots' unions are complaining volubly. There's no bright line to indicate where our quest for security becomes intolerably invasive of our privacy, but we're still pretty sure the TSA hasn't yet crossed it. So not yet. We are. We are sure. Yeah. <laughs> we meaning the people at the newspaper. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, they actually, it's just the people at the newspaper that agree because you know somebody at the newspaper obviously doesn't agree. Sure. I mean, this flaming jackhole just says whatever they feel like. We you know what? Well, right, what is it's the editorial we? board essentially is uh, that's uh, for whom they are speaking. Okay, well, who cares what you five jerks think? Mm. So, although the pat downs are seriously embarrassing, they're also usually voluntary. To avoid them, you just have to go through the scanner. And fears about the scanners have been overblown. Images from the scanners are viewed in a separate room by an officer who never sees the passenger, whose face is automatically blurred. 
The TSA says images cannot be saved, stored, or printed. But privacy advocates are skeptical. Well, uh, not just skeptical. I believe people have already shown that, um, in fact, that that's not true, that they can be saved, they can be stored. Yeah, that was proven uh, to be a lie from the TSA yes, a the long TSA's time ago. The TSA has been caught in a whole bunch of lies. That's why I don't care what they say. But now, Mark, now we've changed the software and it's no longer possible to save the images. How many times, I mean, you know, how many times are you supposed to go back to that boyfriend that hits you, right? And why is it supposed to matter that the TSA agent is sitting in a separate room somewhere? Are we supposed to believe they don't have a two-way radio where somebody can key up and say, yeah, we uh, got ourselves a hottie here. You want to save that one? I mean, you know, no, they do. <laughs> and yeah, it, I'm sure that's that's the case. It, it's why people like Meg seem to get hit every time they go through the airport. Well, I, Just a coincidence, Sean. I, I don't mean, know what you're talking about. Where's the guy? And, and it's got to happen, right? There's a TSA agent out there. There are several TSA agents out there that like to look at young children naked. Mm. I wonder if they're going to spend their time. Hey, hey, can I can I get on the scanner again today, boss? Sure. Well, right, as though the pedophile who's operating that particular uh, scanning machine isn't going to be able to see that it's a child that's walking through, right? I mean, even if he can't see the person on the outside necessarily, they can certainly see the scan, and maybe that's all they're really that concerned about. Uh, so having less the – this is again back to the LA Times. They then point out that the U.S. Marshal Service did admit to saving 35,000 images from one of these body scanners at a Florida courtroom this summer. Or actually, I think it's an earlier generation scanner. Having seen the less than titillating images produced by the scanners, we doubt they'll show up on Internet porn sites anytime soon or that even if they did, the subjects in them would be remotely recognizable. Well, the – the story they're referencing, the one with the the U.S. Marshals in Orlando saving 35,000 images, that one indeed is a pretty crappy-looking scan. If you actually look, the resolution is very poor. Uh, however, those are not the same machines that are being used in the airports. It's my understanding the airport machines are much higher resolution. If you've seen the blue pictures that have been shuffled around the Internet, those are pretty high res. Yeah, I mean... So 1-800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Equally shrugworthy, says the LA Times, are the complaints about safety. Pa, nothing to be worried about. We'll see what they have to say about that in a moment. Free Talk Live, you take control and bring up anything. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine. Give your kids the nutrition they need to be their best. Visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. Telling your child about healthy food choices is important, but showing her what to eat goes a lot further. Have her help create the grocery list, then bring her to the store with you. Picking out healthy foods together helps kids get in the habit of thinking about what they're eating every day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there. Completely free. Uh, They're there because of listeners like you, though, because a lot of listeners have decided to join up with a Free Talk Live AMP program. But we could use one more, like you. 
Go to amp.freetalklive.com and you can choose to send us three bucks a month and then in return you get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, the amp-only forum, as well as the amp-only podcast and more. Get all those details and get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, and alternative options at amp.freetalklive.com. We use that money to reinvest in the show, by the way. We take that three bucks a month, pull it together with other people's three bucks, and then we go and we buy industry advertising. We attend the occasional talk radio convention. Uh, we will reach out on the internet with internet advertising to bring new listeners to this program and expose them to the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks, you help us, and everybody wins. Amp.freetalklive.com. The LA Times saying, shut up and just let them in the, your house to search for uh, for immigrants. Oh, well, that's not happening yet, but eventually it's the same thing, right? Well, the, the terrorists are on the loose. We, everything is necessary. It doesn't matter what your objections are. We don't care about the scanners. Yeah, okay, maybe there's health risks. Maybe there aren't. Ah, don't worry about it. We need to do this. So shut up, Americans. This is for your own good. That's the actual title of the article. Shut up and be scanned. Now, they're saying here that the safety is, is you know, these concerns are overblown. And, Mark, you're going to tell us what some scientists are saying here uh, in a moment. But they claim they're shrug-worthy, these complaints about safety regarding the X-ray scanners, the body scanners uh, at the airports that the TSA is rolling out nationwide. They say about half the machines being deployed use X-ray technology that exposes passengers to radiation. Yet the amount is so tiny, it would take 5,000 trips through the scanner to equal the exposure of a single chest X-ray. See, these numbers are cross the board. This is bull crap. What, what do you mean? This is a lie. Okay, the TSA said it was a thousand times. Um, I'm going to read an article here from scientists who have done the studies that say it's more like a hundred to a mm. hundred uh, to to fifty, fifty to a hundredth of a, a chest X-ray scan. So I'm just wondering. I mean, if if we're willing to keep lying here, let's just say, oh, you know, it doesn't do anything. It's it's you know, this is sunburns are a lot worse. It's hard to take that seriously, they say, as a health risk. Flyers are exposed to cosmic radiation during their flights. It's many times the level of exposure from the scanners. See, <laughs> uh, let's get the story straight, people. If we're gonna if we're gonna tell people stories, let's get it straight. The quest to keep up with terrorist shifting methods never ends. As soon as you block one potential attack route, terrorists often find another. In reaction to the high-tech scans, suicide bombers may well switch to buses and trains rather than airplanes. Or Indeed. A- or airborne killers might resort to inserting explosives into their body cavities where the machines can't detect them. Sure, and what do the scans do about that? So it's reasonable to ask, what's next? Anal probes at the airport? It's safe to say that the TSA, if the TSA gets to that point, it will have crossed the line. And it might be time to explore less invasive methods. Anal probes will have crossed the line. Well, what? you don't need anal probes. Let's just get real chest x-rays. Meanwhile, the Whole body x-rays. <laughs> Meanwhile, though, a full body scan isn't a terribly high price. I mean, they price. just do the anal probe for fun. I mean, you're going you're gonna to actually find something if you do the full-fledged x-ray, right? They say it's not a terribly high price to pay for a measure of peace of mind. Of course, that's not good enough for groups like We Won't Fly. It's promoting a mass protest on November 24th, the day before Thanksgiving, and 
Well, kudos to the LA Times for at least mentioning we won't fly and linking to the yeah. uh, the mass protest Thanks here. Thanks for that. Opt-out day. November 24th, the day before Thanksgiving, urging flyers to opt out of the full-body scanners. This will subject them to f- the far more intrusive and time-consuming pat-down instead. And if many people participate, it will render the traditionally long pre-Thanksgiving delays at airports positively unbearable. Well, the, and whose fault would that be? The ones giving the scans or the ones uh, demanding not to be scanned? You, of course. The uh, As they point out here, and all because... Of a few excessively body-conscious individuals being uncomfortable with a scan that's little more taxing or dangerous than going through a metal detector. The new scans might not be foolproof, but they'll spot more dangerous materials than the old detectors and keep passengers safer. If you can't handle such a minor inconvenience, perhaps you should stay on the ground. You're a bad American. Well, it's my understanding that these scanners wouldn't have dealt with the... the underwear bomber that was used as the excuse to bring them in in the first place that's that that, that that's the claim i mean i i don't know correct you you are correctly stating the claim i i'm certainly no expert in this well and this isn't the first time it was i think it was when jim's uh james babb from we won't fly.com was on msnbc and i've heard this a couple times now this retort from the media that well if you don't like it you can just stay on the ground well guess what they're rolling this out at bus stations and train stations as well not necessarily the backscatter machines yet but michelle seven told us that one of her friends was pulled out of a, a greyhound bus at a border patrol checkpoint inside the country and run through a backscatter machine so no staying on the ground will not save you from the backscatter machines necessarily sure they're they're claiming the terrorists uh, the terrorists terrorists might do this or might do that um, and one of the things they might do is go after a bus one of the things they won't do is anything they've done in the past if they've done it once they're going to assume that we've figured out a way to deal with that and not try it again it sure is a lot easier to get something on a train or a, or a bus so or in a shopping mall or wherever else where there's very little to no uh, security. So, yeah, the idea that the train that a plane is somehow going to be the next target. I've always silly. felt that the best explanation for this, uh, you know, the, is that, look, the terrorists, if the terrorists really did want our freedoms, they got them. The, oh, the, yeah. You know, they, the, the government went and took them away in response to the terrorists. The terrorists got the freedoms. Let's go to Kevin, listening in Canton, Ohio, to WCER. Hello, Kevin. Hi, how are you guys doing this hey. evening? Super. Kevin, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, Well, let's put it out front. I've listened to you guys for a little while now. Uh, can't say I follow everything that you go through, but when it came back to the screeners, I wanted to pass a little information. All right. Uh, back when I was around aviation and aircraft, the radar that they use on the aircraft are an infrared, okay? Now, they have a specific output. They're frequency-specific. The density of that frequency is specific. The density is, is actually digitized in the TSA's equipment, okay? Now, for the normal person, that doesn't mean anything. That just means a different rate of information. But what you have to remember is if you look at a wavy road from overhead, that's what a UV ray looks like. That's what the sun's putting out. What we're actually looking at at this point is broken pieces of direct information. So a whole bunch of dashes, if you will. Now, the baud rate that they back up behind this equipment with to get through the clothing is where you have the issue. If it's penetrating the clothing, it's penetrating the human. There's no doubt. It's been proven on infrared theory for years. Your gentleman on the show was talking about how could they make one statement, then turn around and make another. It was very easy. On the second statement, they compared apples and oranges. How are you going to do that? So 
whoever the gentleman was, made an appropriate statement that he couldn't be caught on. But he's actually comparing two different wavelengths. Okay, a digitized wavelength is much more intense to the human body than a normal UV wavelength. So what you're saying is, let me see if I'm understanding you, you're saying that with the claim about flying in an airplane giving you more x-rays is not, it, where he was saying you get more x-rays in, your, in, in an airplane flight than during the actual body scanner, you're saying apples and oranges, the body scanner is a different type of wave? Yes. The wave is gotcha. actually a dense field that's broken into dashes. Everywhere where that wavy line would be at the, of the road that you're looking at from overhead, let's say, everything is cut in a straight pattern from the peak of one side to the peak of the other. Mm-hmm. And I got everything you. within that, everything within that field, which is three to four times the expanse of the road winding down through there, okay, the wavy line, three to four times easily the amount of processed information that's slamming into the human body. Thanks for sharing that tonight, Kevin. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Mark, where are the scientists coming from? You've got a story from somewhere. Where's where this at? Well, um, the, the the story itself comes from, uh, let's see, cosmiclog.msnbc.msn.com. Uh, uh, hmm. Okay. So I, it's a it's a longer story than what I'm going to read. I'm just going to read an excerpt from it. The Transportation Security Administration says the amount of radiation from scans amounts to about a thousandth of the amount a person receives from a standard chest X-ray. So, the LA Times said it was a five thousand. The LA Times said five thousand. These people say one thousand. Um, the caller, you know, sounded who sounded like he knows what he's talking about, mm-hmm. says that you know it may very well be one thousand the amount of of uh, uh, the X-rays, but it's you know uh, more powerful in some way. Peter Rez, a physicist professor from Arizona State University in Tempe, did his own calculations and found the exposure to be about 150th to 100th of the amount of the standard chest X-ray. So he calculated the risk of getting cancer from a single scan at about 1 in 30 million. Now, if it's 1 in 30 million and there's 300 million people in the United States and they all took a flight in the single year, someone's getting cancer. 10 people are getting cancer price we have to pay for safety mark right and that's that's really what they're saying here yeah yeah, obviously this is going to cause people cancer but screw it it's worth it more coming up here hour number two is next you take control free talk live a passion for service never leaves i'm tim lewis and after 22 years in the military i became a mortgage professional helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure va home loans Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. The number is brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 800 
259-9231, and you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Head over there, enjoy the features on the site totally free. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. To the phones, to the fun. We go to Todd, listening in Michigan on the amp lines. Hello, Todd. Hey, Ian, Mark, and uh, your friend there. Sean, it's your Sean today. Go ahead, Todd. Well, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but apparently, there's, I don't know if you guys talked about it earlier because I was out for a little bit, but apparently um, Ron Paul's son, Senator-elect Ron Paul, has proposed federal legislation to deal with the TSA problem. Oh, and I how's no, that? did not hear that, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, according to Headline News... And I heard about this, and I was talking to a, a friend of mine earlier today. He heard about it. Apparently, the law would subject federal TSA employees to the same standards that other citizens must observe. And, this, and I'm quoting this from the article: where privacy, sexual battery, and other legal issues related to screenings are concerned. In other words, if Paul's bill becomes law. A TSA agent who gropes a passenger inappropriately would be treated like any other citizen who gropes a passenger inappropriately. Well, presuming that they'll arrest themselves. Isn't that the, the bill that Ron Paul um, proposed in the uh, the House and um, just a mirror of it in the Senate? Um, I guess. Maybe it is a Ron Paul bill, but apparently, um, well, they're saying that it was authored by Ron Paul, not Ron Paul. Okay. But hmm. then again, maybe Ron Paul's bill does... Um, work in league with that. I think it's a great bill, what Ron's offering. But if what Rand is offering, I would be like, wow. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. Even uh, if that goes through, you think whole... it'll do anything, Todd? I mean, it's just the I federal don't... government saying something. Um, it would require you know, an enforcer. It, you know, to be quite honest, I don't know if this is really going to go through. Oh, it's pretty unlikely I... it would, but... Even if it did, what if what if it did go through? You still would re- it would require somebody who's willing to go arrest the TSA agents. Um, yeah, pretty much. And Could I happen. found this out. I, I found this to be particularly interesting. But you consented. Because, They'll say you because, consented to it. Well, that's because well, well, the government will say that. You know, I mean, yeah. the government will say that you consented to being uh, groped. It's not molestation when you consent to it. That's what they're going to say. Yeah, but you know something? Um, how can you consent to something if, uh, for one thing, it's on federal property, and also uh, the airports, which are not exactly as private as they used to be, really are in the interest of, you know, wanting to um, keep their, you know, their profits going. But the fact of the matter is, Think about it. I mean, right now, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but even Orlando is thinking about opting out of the TSA program. Uh, Orlando Except- Sanford. Um, this 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 is one of those uh, airports out there that it's like just above a cow pasture kind of airport. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's got a couple of terminal. It's got one domestic terminal, one international terminal. Um, they're not very large terminals at that. So don't don't confuse this with uh, with with the big one, uh, the Orlando Metro Airport. Well, I'm not. What okay, I'm I'm j- I just making it clear. Uh, um, um, but uh, what, what, what I'm trying to say here is that that remember um, Congressman Micah, who basically said that there was this loophole in the TSA law that would actually 
uh, allow the airports to opt out. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently I found this out today, and this was even mentioned on Lou Rockwell's blog. They cannot out except it would hit, um, they, can, they can choose only one of five government-approved private contracts. Sure, sure, and those contractors have to do whatever it is the TSA says, from what I understand. It's going to be like a TSA light thing yeah. if they actually uh, go yeah. along with that. Better so. than nothing. I mean, as I saw the story about the Orlando uh, little airport in Orlando, and they were saying that it's still cheaper as well for them to use the the private security, and that they would be, they'd prefer to go that route. Hey, thanks, Todd, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine. 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Mark, did you have any more from the, the scientists uh, on the X radiation? Yeah, sure. Um, we'll con- continue with that. So, um, Peter Rez, a physicist professor, he says that it's uh, it's one fiftieth to one hundredth the amount of a standard chest X ray, not one five thousandth or one one thousandth, as right. has been cited by the L A Times or the T S A. Right. So, I mean, there's what lies, exaggerations, untruths. I don't know mm-hmm. what you want to call this stuff. What else are they lying about? They're floating around out there. The T S A has been caught on multiple occasions lying about the, you know, what their what their practices are, and you know, it 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 doesn't make me feel any better. He calculated the risk of getting cancer from a single scan at about one in 30 million now what's the risk of a by a dying in a terrorism attack i don't know but it's about the same according to this article so Mm. maybe one in 30 million um and so they're (laughs) they're exposing you the chance of getting cancer at the same chance that uh, you are going to you know die from terrorism why well, because it sells lots of multi-million dollar machines. Please, people, don't forget that there are 300 million people in the United States. I, might I don't rather... know how many of them fly, but th- this means, what's what, one person a year is going to get cancer from these things? Well, Mark, it's the price you have to pay for uh, for safety. Yeah, I guess as long as it as long as I don't have to pay for it, it's fine, right? As long as my mm. family's safe, you know, screw the rest of these people. They should have to get scanned or die. Didn't uh, didn't I see some headline about the uh, the the head bureaucrat? I guess the TSA or not the TSA, but the Department of Homeland Security, the um, Napolitano, I think yeah. is her name. Didn't she refuse to be scanned? I believe she refused to have her skin shown. Uh, yeah, because she's barreled. Yeah. bodied you know old bureaucrat um so this puts the uh, puts it at somewhat less than the the chance of being killed by uh, being struck by lightning in in one year is what he said i don't know about you but i, I might rather die in a terrorism attack than die of cancer one of them is probably a lot more painful while the risk of getting fatal cancer from the screening is minuscule, it's about equal to the probability of an airplane will be blown up by a terrorist, he mm. added. So my view is that there's not a case to be made for deploying them to prevent such a low probability yeah. event. Oh, there's a case to be made for Michael Chertoff and his buddies who are profiting making off in, of making this. Making all the money. These, this is the guy who was the head of Homeland uh, Security, the guy that looked like Skeletor, as you may recall, mm-hmm. with the sunken features and the kind of the, the skull-looking face. That's the guy who is actually apparently running the company now after, while he was in office, gave his own company or his buddies at the time that were running it, gave his buddies this contract, and then they hired him on to run the thing once he quit. Well, that was the deal, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, You're saying politicians are corrupt? Oh no, that's just run of the, that's just business. Oh okay. That's just how they do things. Everybody knows <laughs> this is the case and they still trust these people. It's it baffles me. Yeah, yeah they do and that's that's pretty scary. But more people are opting out. More people are saying they've had enough 
and it's starting to really ruffle the feathers of the statists, isn't it? I mean, look at the L.A. Times coming out with shut up and, you know, shut up and fly, yeah. basically. I mean, talk about feathers ruffled. They just told, the, told uh, what, 15% of the population that claim to have problems with these things um, to shut up. Shut up. Well, yeah, you are causing trouble. You are making it difficult on this police state. You, sheep are supposed to be sheep-like and not be stepping out of line. You are supposed to go with the herd. You are supposed to keep your head down and do not complain. Don't give them ideas. That's the, really the worst thing about what you're doing to us. You're making this hard on us, us statists that want to control you. You're making it hard because you keep speaking. You keep telling people things to, like truth. You keep telling them these ideas that are putting thoughts into their head and it's, it's resulting in people getting upset at us and it's resulting in, in, in people getting ideas about not cooperating with us. We can't have that. It's very important for you to cooperate. It's very important for you to just do what we say. Right. That's what it's all about. It's about obedience. And that's, you know, that's the reason they give the, that they've trotted out the new, more invasive pat-down at the same time they trot out this machine. Really? The old pat-down wasn't good enough that they were giving for me- the metal detector. Now they have a new invasive pat-down that comes out the same time as the machine that has health risks. Shut up! Shut up! That's all there is to shut it. Shut up! Right, that's it. That, it's just shut up. That's what? the whole argument yep. right there. Yep. Brilliant. Brilliant. Intellectuals. 800-259-9231. We need the police state. Safety. Terrorism. Terrorism. Aren't you scared? You should be scared. Not speaking out. It's Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that you will find there completely free. Features including our listening options. You can watch and listen to the show, actually, if you want. We've got live streams. We've got a webcam. We've got broadband and dial-up versions of our live streams. Listen lines are available that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way. You can go and see some of our listening options uh, over at listen.freetalklive.com. And when it comes to protecting yourself from potential police abuse, the most important place is while driving. Freedomcam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection, the GPS black box dash cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed for traffic stops and all other driving incidents. Protect yourself with the ultimate witness. Freedomcam.net. So, we continue with your phone calls about what you want. Dino is in Oregon. And Dino, you're on with Ian, Sean, and Mark on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dino. Hey, have you guys noticed the um, rise in communism just slowly over time? Sure, I remember, sure. Uh, remember 1976 when they had the bicentennial and how everyone was all patriotic and proud? I think they saw that moment and freaked out. 
I was not around at that time, unfortunately. I was around. I, I've got some of the quarters. <laughs> I wasn't well, there I mean, either. They had every every manufacturer, car manufacturer, had a, a bicentennial car. Yeah. My dad had a little Chevy Love truck that was white, and it had these red, white, and blue stripes on it. We need to just get back to that thing. I always tell people, you know, we're all related. We're all Americans. We have a culture. They want us to think we don't have a culture. We don't have... What is that culture? Know, well, I, That I, culture, you know what it is? It's, it's liberty. It's having hmm. that bubble. Here's a phrase I came up with the other day. America is the world, but the world is not America. We are the adolescents of the entire world. This is the only place in the world that you can stand in a Taco Bell and be as Muslim as you want to be, and the next guy can be as drag queeny as he wants to be, and the next guy can be a Ron Paul guy who wants to talk to everybody, and we're all okay with it. You can't go to any other country. Even my second favorite country in the world, Iran, where they're also a republic and they respect people's liberty. This is the really? only place where you really? can really... Oh, yeah. They've demonized Iran. Iran has a lot in common with America. First of all, it kicked out a king, just like we did. Second of all, they have guys in robes that run part of their country, just like we do. Supreme Court and the judges and all of that. They have justice and liberty. They actually are all about family <laughs> Well, value. I don't know about that. I mean, there may be similarities between America and uh, Iran, but it doesn't have anything to do with liberty because there isn't liberty in either place. Well, there's liberty everywhere. You always care liberty. Liberty is carried with you. If we care, I'll agree with that point. Um, I mean, I, I can, can be free in my mind, no doubt, uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm free in my person in that I can't do what I want to do. I can't live my life how I want to live it without having men with guns uh, throw me in a cage for something they don't like. Let me investigate this idea of, uh, of the patriotism you were talking about initially, what, what this is all founded upon. And I, I would take uh, – I'm going to take issue with it because I think that it's the patriotism that in fact lets the government get away with the taking away of people's freedom. Like, there's the, the culture of liberty, and I'll agree with you that America has the culture of liberty, at least at one point or another in its history, it was important, and that there's sort of some residual um, liberty that, uh, the ideas of liberty that are still here, but... You know, it's the patriotism, it's the flag waving, it's the red, white, and blue stuff that the says, nationalism. Yeah, the nationalism that says, "Go ahead, politicians, you take care of us, and we'll take mm -hmm. care of running the country." And you know, I think, I think most of the problems that we have are based on the patriotism. That's the mass media patriotism. Real patriotism comes from somebody who sees uh, a person hurt or downtrodden and immediately responds because we're in America and that's what we do in this country for each other. We have compassion. We still, you know, mourn over the death of people. I think one of the I'm best... I'm pretty sure people around the world are compassionate and they mourn over other people's deaths and but are concerned with their here, neighbors. See? It's geographic. We're here now. This is our time here now. And so as a people who have an ancestry and What's the word have for this? a rich Is it ethnocentrism? What's the word for ethnocentrism this? Ethnocentrism is the belief that your culture is superior to another. I no, find we're it not absolute superior. nonsense. We're definitely not superior. Look at G. Edward Griffin. The idea of collectivism versus individualism. This is an experiment. Listen to Ron Paul. This is the first time in history... We've anybody's had a constitution this long. We have the longest constitution. I think that's one of the world. problems with it, though. The constitution's been around so long that uh, they've managed to corrupt it further. New uh, Zealand I mean, doesn't have a constitution. Can't corrupt the, con the, con the, con the constitution. 
You can't corrupt the Constitution. Okay, I don't know what you Based mean. Based on what? the principles of liberty. Hold, did Jesus... Liberty is an idea that you can never corrupt. The Constitution, was, the Constitution was passed over the objections of the anti-federalists. Um, the fact is that it is a document of large government. It was created um, at, at the, you know, uh, against the will of the guys that didn't Only want that stuff. Only a communist would say that about the Constitution. <laughs> you just, <laughs> the Constitution. you, my friend, need no, to study your history. Call me a, a commie. Listen to you're me. Obvious. What are you talking about? Is the framework of liberty. <laughs> you think the Constitution was written by Jesus or something? You think the Constitution gave us this stinking country as it is today? I bet you don't like the founding fathers, and you think they were elitist, don't you? I, 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 I kind of do in some ways. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. They had a lot to risk, and they gave it up. What are you risking, buddy? What are you risking? Oh, I was in the Army at 17. I risk every day because I tell people like you who don't understand what's going on in the world, don't understand. What don't I understand? You you don't understand. We've got the Constitution. We have the country as it is. Tell me how the Constitution didn't bring around this country. This const- the Constitution and the Founding Fathers brought around this country because they took an idea, an idea that people could live any way they wanted to, and turn it into reality. Have Unless you heard, black. Have you ever heard of the Articles of Confederation? Of course. Then what were they? Were they a document that was as good as the Constitution or the Constitution? They, is it some kind of, uh, you know, sort of... They uh, were articles in a newspaper, to be precise, and they didn't really mean much. What meant is what the Constitution meant something. Wasn't the country people, run off the Articles of yeah. Confederation? The Articles of Confederation were, were the governing published. documents equivalent to the Constitution from 1776 the until Fine. The, uh, the early 1800s. If I recall, how the hell are people going to get to read it? That, listen, the Constitution was actually it was written on hemp paper with real ink, so it's more important. It was, because back then, when you wrote something, it meant something. Just like they're getting rid of the dollar and we're going to... Is that why they wrote the Constitution and then they had the Alien Sedition Act there shortly thereafter? Because it meant something? And the Whiskey Rebellion, you know, when they sent the troops... How about Shays Rebellion? Yeah. You know how many people died because they were involved with the founding of this country? Uh, how many people died? To how, many people, how many people did they kill during the Whiskey Rebellion and the Shays Rebellion? People that wanted to live free themselves. Well, we're still going to have struggles when you start anything. Look at poor Ryan. Oh, they, wait a minute. You just, said, of... you just said the founding fathers weren't elitists. Wait. And elitists are the kind of people that kill people uh, they disagree with. Didn't he also, didn't Dino also say, didn't you say, sir, that uh, that these uh, the, the, the Constitution was the creation of liberty? I mean, I thought that they were creating freedom with the Constitution. They, freedom is a word that doesn't mean anything. It's a loosey-goosey word that Americans use in place of precise words like liberty, Sovereignty, you know, actual words that mean. No, no, I used the word liberty. Didn't you say? Didn't you say that the Constitution created liberty? No, it was an actual. It's an actualization of liberty. The hell does that mean? I, I want to hang on to you here because uh, I don't even think that you've listened to the show before. We'll uh, bring you back in a moment. Some kind of They're calling us communists. 800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com where you'll find that the features are completely free. So head on over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy stuff like our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. W-I-K-I wiki.freetalklive.com. Got a brand new uh, system that has linked in the wiki directly with the front page. And every time you, you you look at our download bar with the last week's worth of shows, there's little icons down there. One of them links to the wiki because each show now has a wiki page. So if you want to go and write all whatever the heck you want, uh, some sort of really detailed description of the show. Because some people have said, we, we want more description. We want to know how many hosts are on the show and who's on. And I'm like, ah, I only have so much room. I only want to put the basics in the the general show description but now you can go and fill in the wiki to your heart's content add in links to different stuff we've got our show prep as well which uh, is also linked to and so it's a whole new system up at freetalklive.com and the wiki's part of it at wiki.freetalklive.com if you're a graduate student recent graduate or undergraduate there's internships in federal and state policy organizations print broadcast New media, investigative journalism, they're all brought to you by the Institute for Humane Studies. You get a stipend, housing assistance, mentoring, everything you need for this internship. Just go to libertarianinternships.com. Housing mar- excuse me, the job market really stinks this summer. Internship makes a lot of sense. Libertarianinternships.com. You'll get paid for this. That's what the stipend is all about. And uh, all you have to do is go there, sign up for more information at libertarianinternships.com. We are talking to Dino, and I believe he's still with us. Dino in Oregon, are you there? I am. Can you guys listen to something real quick for me, please? Go right ahead, Dino. The communist fifth columnist among us are working for a world dictatorship. To accomplish this, the strategy is to undermine the confidence of our people in the American system and the (laughs) principles on which it stands. Right. If we don't, if, uh, all right. I've as, heard enough. At, at, yeah, I'm, 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 I'll explain this in a second. Hello. Yeah, just rather talk to you. You're suggesting that by undermining the Constitution and the founding fathers, that we are uh, doing the work of communists. Is that right? I remember the couch incident. One of you guys had a couch. Oh, so you have listened to the show before? Of course, I've been listening oh, okay. to it the whole time. And you know, here, here's a good one for you. I used to listen to Alex Jones, and I don't. I listen to Mike Rivero, and I listen to Joyce Riley, and I listen I don't know to... Nobody knows who those people are. I don't are. know who those people are. Jack McClam. Everybody yeah. knows who those people are. No, You've got I, listeners I who are true patriots like me. You don't, because you're isolated. I <laughs> know the movement. The movement is bigger than you think. It incorporates people like you guys, but it also is a raw movement that includes most of us in the movement, and it's very broad, are followers of what Ron Paul has to say. Um, if you've listened to his latest uh, speech in front of the House, it's pretty amazing. It's People are fed up, and you should definitely listen to it. What the heck are you getting at? I mean, <laughs> I'm getting at that most likely you guys need to sit down and read some more G. Edward Griffin and find out if you're an individualist or a collectivist. Which one are you? I'm an individualist anarcho-capitalist. You've Thank been you. listening to this show for as long as the couch incident for years. That's not 2007 when that happened. You've been listening to this show for that long, and you don't know. It's, it's unclear in your mind as to whether the hosts consider themselves individualists or collectivists. Truly. I, I, I mean, would you vote for Ron Paul tomorrow? If I had the opportunity to vote for Ron Paul, I would. But why is that the, the litmus test? I gave money to the Ron Paul campaign. Right, I, I, I donated well, more money. one litmus test. There's a couple others. 
I mean, do you understand the difference between collectivism and individualism? If you're what asking me that, I don't think you do. Okay, well, I, I, I mean, the whole couch incident proves it. We, proves what? We cannot have couches sitting around dirtying up the neighborhood. If it's local control, it's okay. We can oh, still have- now you remember when Sam Samuel Adams, the uh, you're the, like a neighborhood the, Nazi, the leader of the <laughs> of the Sons of Liberty. Um, once the uh, the Shays Rebellion starts up, um, and he goes down there to talk to the people who nearly topple the government of Massachusetts. He goes down to talk to them, and he says, uh, "Hey, you guys can't have a rebellion. We have our own government now. This is the guy that wanted the king off their back. Said, hey, as long as the Lord is well, who I want him to be, then it's fine. As long as we have a local." lord then then everything's cool but as the, if the lord's across the ocean then it's not acceptable well you're either about liberty or you aren't dino and it sounds to me like you aren't i mean if you're supporting uh, using aggressive force against your neighbors and i'm i'm insinuating that based on what you said there yeah so you know i may agree okay. with you dino that uh, couches don't don't really belong on someone's front lawn uh i think that you know it's fairly unsightly and i, I generally would agree with that had it been brought to my attention in a uh, neighborly manner it would have been dealt with in a neighborly manner uh but it, but that wasn't i don't want to get into hash out all the details on that uh but nonetheless let's let me just say i agree that you know it's nice to have a clean looking neighborhood on the other hand i'm not willing to use force i'm not willing to aggress against my neighbors that might have yards that i disagree with or that might have things in their yards that i don't like so uh, that's that's the difference i guess between you and me is that i actually do believe in individual liberty and you just masquerade as though you do see in nowhere in other in, there's no place in the world besides america that we could actually understand what we're even talking about and have this conversation so i remember don't know we do have right a culture that. Well, oh, I, I'm sure of it. I, I don't know what the culture is, though. And if the culture is the ideas of liberty, I'm, I'm with you. I think that there's some of that there in there. But my, my concern, this is the very beginning of it all, is that the flag-waving, hand-over-your-heart, tear-in-your-eye, uh, go-America crowd is really just enables the politicians to ruin the country. The I mean, idea that you could— you, By the sports-loving crowd, though, I mean, aren't the patriot people— It's the same thing. Yeah, There's where's the difference? Them, it's the, no, it's not. They play the fl- they they have the fireworks and the flags at the uh, sports events. Oh, by the way, the idea that I'm oh, not well, talking about people that call themselves the Patriot. And Dino, you are totally an ethnocentrist. I mean, you are so you are so saying that everybody's better in America. This is the greatest place in the world, and that you know, oh, only we could only have this conversation, this nuanced discussion about liberty in this country. Uh, sorry, there's the Institute of um, the Instituto de Mises Brazil. I mean, there are plenty of people around the world that understand what the ideas of liberty are. In fact, a lot of them come here because they want to make a better life. Go ahead. I'm a subscriber to Mises, and I, and I understand the uh, Austrian economic theory. I'm just saying that we, the world is not America, but America is the world. All right, and you've said that point, once. Thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. Call volume was kind of dropping off there anyway. So, yeah. Individualist or collectivist? Now, Sean, you use the term anarcho-capitalist. I find that a, a, a difficult term. I, I don't much care for it, but I understand where you're coming from. You are essentially trying to let him know that uh, you support you know, individual freedom. Complete individual freedom. Anyone can do whatever they want as long as they don't harm another person. 
The Constitution did not support that. That that includes private property rights. The Constitution did not support that. They did not support – the Constitution did not support true individual liberty. It's a government document. The Constitution is a document that was created to create the supposed founding rules for the government. A monopoly government that was intended to uh, increase power towards the, uh, the federal level. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if, if what he said is that local control was better, but the Articles of Confederation were about more local controls. Well, there's this love affair that people have with the Constitution. Right. And just, it like has to do with- just like Moses brought it down from, uh, you know, Mount yeah. Vernon um, and gave it to George Washington. I mean, just, just conveniently ignore the whole part about black people being three fifths of a man and yeah, uh, Indians you know, ignoring- not being any and ignoring women the, and the, setting know. up the post office. You know, the government I mean, bureaucracy allowing allowing the uh, the army to uh, to circumvent its uh, the the two year you know provision that it has there the two year funding it, uh, yeah. provision it's a funding provision in the t- um, for two years that I you know I guess what the founding fathers were trying to say was that uh, there shouldn't be a standing army some and, said that yeah and initially there wasn't as I understand it um, they had to sort of raise one um, but you know I. It, it Shush is, up, you commie! It's it's just a love affair with the Constitution, you know, and to, and that's what's promoted in the the Patriot movement, which he was referring to, and it's larger than you think it is. And I don't consider myself part of the Patriot movement because the Patriot movement has, and I would have maybe uh, you know five years ago, I would have I would have taken that term, but but reluctantly because there's all kinds of you know craziness uh, surrounding the Patriot movement as well. There's a lot of bigots in the uh, Patriot movement. Oh yeah, I, I liked the idea of patriotism in that I supported the concepts. The, the, I wanted to wrap myself in the flag yeah. and deflect anybody's uh, you know statement that I might be a bad American, but I think I am. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But I don't have any love for the Constitution. And I don't have any love for patriotism. I love the idea of freedom, and patriotism in the Constitution ain't freedom. Free talk live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so head over there, enjoy those on us, and remember, Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL-CAI. If you've got a company and you need to try something new in the area of collections, you need SACL CAI. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. And the company is run by the awesome Jason Osborne. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. SACL CAI. You can see their banner right at the top of the banner column at freetalklive.com. We're going to continue here with your phone calls in just a moment, but just a few more thoughts uh, real quick on the idea of patriotism. And, uh, you know, nationalism. And I used to I used to think there was a difference between the two terms and I'm not so sure anymore. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there maybe there still is. Maybe we can go dig around through the dictionary and I can be reminded of what that uh, that difference is. But do you, do you all feel like there is a real significant difference between patriotism and nationalism? 
I just think can't so. think to describe one. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is. Maybe it's like a nationalist is somebody who's with the with whatever the government does, no matter what it is. Whereas a patriot is more somebody that uh, that alludes to the way things were, or or the way things should be about liberty and what their in- ideal vision of the country is. Maybe that's what my my old difference was and i could from that perspective maybe i could see that uh but i agree with you mark i i'm not a patriot anymore there's no way i could define myself as that because uh maybe it, while at one time in my life i did uh support the idea of getting the republic having a republic and this is a republic and not a democracy and you know all of that stuff and then i came to the conclusion that the constitution as lysander spooner put it is well it either authorized all the tyranny that we have or was completely powerless to prevent it and that it is a essentially just a document between a bunch of men who are now dead and how they could somehow bind me in any way shape or form before i even existed without my consent is pretty ludicrous and on top of all that the constitution is nothing more than a set of rules for how a government is supposed to be run and i don't support the idea of a coercive government anymore and so i don't support the united states of america how could i it's not possible i don't support the the concept uh you know i i like the uh the colors and the stars and and the eagles i'm i like that part but after that it starts to fall apart for me whatever the country um you know what whatever it is that that people believe as far as uh you know culture and national uh identity and all that stuff it's all bad stuff uh that i is the best i can tell the largely at least and it's certainly not worth what what we have what you know what do i have in common with somebody who's living in san diego um, that I don't have in common with somebody who's living much closer to me in Montreal. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, why why is that? Why am I paying you know my taxes into this central share in order to protect those people over there or do what do whatever? Actually, mostly the politicians under the guise of protecting those people. Or There's whatever. nothing I want from the federal government. There's I can't see any use for having an agency of coercive force around. Uh, I mean, I have a problem enough with the local and state governments. I I can't see any reason to have a federal government and of all the time. I've asked for people to give me a reason. Like, why should I support this federal government? I've never heard one that's persuasive. Never once. Oh, they'll protect you. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll protect their buildings. Yeah. They'll bulldoze your house to protect their buildings. Absolutely right. If your life gets in the way of them protecting their system, they, they will exterminate you. Right. They'll, they'll institute a draft, if they could, to uh, draft you to fight their wars in foreign countries. Yeah. What's that doing to protect me? No. Nothing. It's putting you in more danger by angering people in uh, countries around the world. So there's no evidence whatsoever that the federal government uh, protects or ever did protect anybody. As you pointed out, right after it was formed, they went ahead and did, you know, all kinds of anti-liberty things to people. In order for them to even protect you in the first place, they have to steal from you. And so therefore, it violates the whole idea of being protected. And remember how it was set up. I mean, you know, it's not like everybody agreed. This was not a unanimous decision by the people who live here. They didn't ask me. Think about, for one, think what they did to the Indians in the process. Um, You know, just took their land in most cases, fought, fought, you know, figured out reasons to fight them and then fought them, took their land from them. What about the people that disagreed? Tarred and feathered? I mean, liberty? Well, as I understand it, the uh, Constitutional Convention that 
gave us the Constitution we have now, was called to make a few minor amendments to the Articles of Confederation. Yeah, that's that was my understanding, too. By the way, I have a picture of the Articles of Confederation here, and they don't look like they were printed in a newspaper. They appear to be written um, on calligraphy on a... Uh, but, you know, well, I would no, imagine they were printed in some I'm sure papers. they were. I don't know what that... I don't know. It was just uh, the Articles of Confederation were actually articles in a newspaper kind of threw me. You a know, strange and, statement to make. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't make, mean much to me. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Will is in... Nevada, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Sean, and Mark. Hello, Will. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, Will. Uh, just call in and, uh, and and talk about the fuzzy logic of your last caller. Uh, he appeared to be using all the Tea Party and uh, Republicanoid talking points to try and validate the absolutism of patriarchy and the cultural war that's being fought within the boundaries of government, which is, of course, ever-expanding into our private lives. Well, one of the things I never actually got him to answer, and I didn't push on him very hard, I was... Just there's so much else to dig into. Was he he claimed there was a culture in America, and uh, I don't know what that even means. Well, the whole the whole culture in America is it's definitely a uh, it's it's an us versus them mentality. It's another form of balkanization where they can say one side is against abortion and one side's for it. It's where they can it's where they can divide us up, but then say we're united by this culture and it's all of our differences that unite us. When in fact it is that ultranationalism. It is, you know, the patriarchy that unites us un- under fear of being essentially beaten or jailed or thrown in a dungeon. And if we don't adhere to an acceptable left or right version of, of their culture, of whatever they believe their culture to be, I guess it's the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture that mm-hmm. we inherited from the Eurasian hegemony as it moved west into the New World. That's yeah, not somehow a culture I, I want. That's I, the culture of Christopher Columbus. That's the culture of death, destruction, disease, exploitation, yeah. etc. And, and and that's not something that I want to be a part of as an American, especially as someone that's a Native American or, as L. Neal Smith put it, a, a, a Siberian American, if we want to hyphenate it. Uh, you know, no, nobody was here first, and, and using those simplistic uh, Lockean uh, property rights, which is another type of absolutism, uh, or popular Lockean property rights, again, you know, it's hard to tell what that caller has read or what the caller believes because he's just talking around he's just tossing around talking points that aren't really making any sense. He's Well, he rattled off some names of some talk show hosts that were uh that, that are basically, you know, the the patriot community uh talk show hosts and then made the assertion that well everybody knows who those people are and <laughs> I bet you most of my listeners don't. I, think I gonna... knew about who half of them were, the other ones yeah. were kind of uh they, they were a bit obscure. So I, I'm a new listener, and uh, I thank you guys very much for being a voice of reason in the liberty and uh, in the liberty movement, as opposed to people like the last caller, and to a lesser extent, even Alex Jones, who is a, a, he's a he's a big proponent of hyperbole, is the nicest way I can put it. Uh, you know, we that's not what the movement needs. Truth is stranger than fiction, and we don't need people. You know of fantasizing about the details that, you know, aren't available to us. Very intelligent uh, call. When are you moving to New Hampshire, Will? You seem like somebody we could uh, really uh, use out um, here. Personally, you know what? I consider myself a bit of a nonconformist, and um, I, I don't think there's much culture east of the Big Muddy. So hmm. I, think, I think I'm going to stay out here in West America, and um, you can hassle me at fedland.wordpress.com if you don't mind the... Uh, Shameless there you go. That's your blog, and thanks for the call tonight. Good luck out there at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Eh, they'll come around eventually. Right. That's really the, 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 the point. That's that's what our task is. Our task is to make New Hampshire 
such a undeniably uh, yeah great. undeniably more free place that people like that just don't have the option. But the trick is it. The more people we get mind. here sooner, the easier it'll be to free New Indeed. Hampshire. So some will, some won't. Yeah. That's all that there is to we it. Have to create a movement that's undeniably Can't exciting. Can't somebody into moving in. Uh, it wouldn't be no. good if you did. No, but you've got to create. Not you, 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 you. We're eventually going to create that free place, Mark. And but then all the people will just. All right, great. Let me move now. That's fine. Uh, but we have to. In order to get the activists on board, we've got to create a uh, an exciting activism movement that is unlike anything else out there. And I think that already exists. It's just not promoted well enough yet. It's people aren't aware of how great the uh, the activism movement in New Hampshire is. And I think it's got a long way to go. I mean, it's just in the very very initial stages uh only a f- several hundred movers at at this point uh sean have you seen growth in the last year would you say in the, the movement here i'm certainly seeing a lot of new people showing up but i'm also seeing some of them go away they just some of them are not sticking around they, 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 they don't get involved in something and maybe they're not self-starters maybe that's definitely the truth about some people something different i don't know yeah well you can't win them all right i mean some people come and they go it doesn't really matter um whether people come or go the fact is that the 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 results are here and we've you know we've seen them all over yeah but it's still sad when people leave 800-259-9231 about people it's really not it's about the quality of the person and One, if they leave, they, you know, it just it wasn't meant to be. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control. Hour 3 next. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart, 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. We are kicking off the third hour of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the various features you will find there completely free. The main feature of the site actually allows you, the listener, to control the content of the website. You can go and submit different news items or blog posts or YouTube videos, whatever it is you find online you think is interesting, you want to share it with our listeners, you go to freetalklive.com, submit it as show prep, and then other listeners get to vote on whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And also you get to vote on the other things you see on the site as well. So the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. As we continue here to take your phone calls, and then coming up, we'll uh, get to an email with some uh, some good questions uh, regarding the activism movement, uh, the Free State Project, etc., Let's go first, though, to D in North Carolina. Your calls are the primary element here. D, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Sean, and Mark. Hello there. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Hey, D, what's on your mind? 
Oh, uh, well, first of all, apologies for my voice. I'm kind of hoarse. I've got some kind of laryngitis. No worries. We understand you, so go ahead. Yeah, man, I just had to call you guys because I've had a, a journey over the last five years, and I believe I can give you a, a parallel that will open up a lot of people's eyes. Mm. The first step toward freedom for me was getting out of organized religion. Mm. A good when I did that, I didn't totally leave religion. Now, follow where I'm going. Okay. We started getting together with a small group of people at, in our home on Sunday morning. But as I moved along and started, and the enlightenment comes in stages. I started to realize there was no need for that. In other words, I had to have something to substitute for what I was leaving behind. Okay, so we did the little Sunday morning get-togethers, which if somebody does that, that's fine. And then it moved to just, well, I'll do it by myself, but it was still Sunday morning. There was something. See, I was actually doing things that I didn't really understand why I did them. And and I'm going to make a point about that in a second because what happened was, you fall, you have to fall back on something. You always have to have something there as security. And so I fell back on, well, Sunday morning we'll read our Bibles and we'll pray together as a family. There's nothing wrong with that. What was it that initially turned you off to organized religion? What made you want to pull away from that? Here's what turned me off to it, and I'm going to relate that to the patriotism in a second. What turned me off about it was I actually, um, to be honest with you, I'm too smart. And I, and, and I don't mean that in a... Uh, proud way, but I mean that that a religion and patriotism are designed for the masses, and it's dumbed down to a point where it only operates on emotionalism and basic base type of human desires that they appeal to. There's sure. no logic or fear. reason. There's appeal, a lot of appeal to fear, for instance. Fear, yeah. but those types of things, and it's a lot of subliminal conditioning that's done from the cradle all the way through your life. So you're actually doing things, and you don't even know why you're doing them. Oh, yeah. Yep. It scared me. I was doing things, and I didn't have any real... It was just because we had always done it. Yep. And so I started to question that, and the more I questioned it, the more I learned, and the more I got away from it, the more clearer I could think and more objective I could become. And so it made me go further away and learn more. And it's like, hmm. it's almost like I'm 50 years old. But I've traveled a very similar path to what Ernest Hancock has traveled. As you've noticed about Ernie, he hasn't gotten stuck in a rut like a lot of these guys. Okay, so we went from organized religion to a smaller type thing to, well, I'll just read my Bible and learn for myself. And here's what I found out. The more I read my Bible for myself without somebody else, the more I saw that there was things in there that weren't right. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean I don't believe in God because I've experienced God, but I don't need to go to the Bible to experience God. I don't need to go to church to experience God. I don't need that for my identity anymore, okay? Same thing with patriotism. People have gotten an identity that is red, white, and blue. Yeah. Uh, when you turn the television on, that anything that's not just pure entertainment, like if it's some type of pseudo-type cable news or whatever, they always have a picture of the Capitol building or the Washington Monument. And it's subliminal. They're telling you this is who we are, and we're here, and we're in power, and this is an identifier of who we are as a people. And they try to keep people together that way because they realize if they ever lose that, there's no – I mean, Katie, bar the door, we're all free. You know, right. I wouldn't want anybody to realize that everybody's just a human being and we've all got uh, the same, a lot of the same problems and, and issues. Yeah. And if you put these fake divisions in between. About the Patriot thing is I'm giving those guys a little slack and here's why. I've been through that too. Oh, See, of my course. First, 
when I started realizing the evils of what government was really doing to people, I followed that Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity path for just a little while, and mm -hmm. that was totally disgusting because I could see right through it. I could see through. There was no principle to what they were saying. It was just a red team versus a blue team, okay? But yep. it was it was two sides of the same coin. So it quickly left that into a progression of, well, these Patriot guys were saying things that appealed to me, but there was still something missing. I still saw that they were relying on something that – didn't make any sense. And so what I'm trying to say to you is the Constitution is just like the Bible. You can make it say whatever you want. Mm. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. I, I can't I say anything to what you're saying. Article, <laughs> so I went to those guys and started listening to their information. I believe if you're hungry for truth and enlightenment that it's a progression and that yeah, everybody you'll find at it. some point will come to liberty. But I like but what you said before about, about how... we also got to realize that we haven't hit our final destination. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dean, I like what you said before it. about how the, the folks, some folks had kind of get, you know, they get stuck in a rut. Like, they're interested in, in liberty, but then they find a little comfy spot where they feel like, well, this is where I need to be, the nation, the uh, republic, restore the republic, etc. Uh, exactly. There's, there's, there's a path beyond that, and some people are on it, and hopefully we can encourage others to uh, to get back on that road. Because well, and, it, and it kind of blows people away because, I like, I'll run into somebody I hadn't seen in six months, and they go, man, you've you been listening to Alex Jones lately? Because the last time I talked to him, maybe a year ago, I was mm -hmm. excited about something I was hearing there. I'm like, no, nah, man, it's been months. They just look at me kind of funny. And I, I'll throw, I've always got something new that I'm studying or learning. But it's all about becoming more free, not just politically, quote, unquote, or free of the government. It's also those paradigms in our mind that keep us in bondage. Absolutely. I deal with them every single day of my life. And it all has to do with, like, like you were saying, when you're a child, the, Man, uh, it's programmed. You, you know what? If you can't turn your TV on and flip through three different news channels without seeing a picture of something in Washington D.C., which is telling you in your and without us saying a word, that's the central location. That's where the boss lives. That's where our orders come from. This is what makes us Americans. People can't even identify what an American is. Well, they okay. use terms like there are leaders in Washington D.C. I mean, sometimes it's very explicit the uh, you know the the programming that is going on, and no, they are not my leaders, and I don't oh. want anything to do with them. And they talk about our debt and our budget. Our our our. I'm like, yeah. I hope they go out of business. I hope they go, all go bust tomorrow, <laughs> man. Sit back and laugh at them. I love this guy. Thank you, uh, D, for, uh, for the thoughts here. Go ahead, Mark. You want to? Well, I just, uh, you know, regarding uh, D, sometimes when you do this job, you find a guy who calls in is far more articulate with what it was that you were trying to say all along. And, and that's D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've, held a, I've felt that way a few times uh, on this show. And, and D gets, if, if I had a little, trof little plastic trophy to give you, D, I would. D, thanks for the call. Uh, really appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Sean, does that uh, resonate with you? I mean, were you ever a religious guy? Because I know you're an atheist now. I, I was never a religious guy. Really? I, I, was, I was baptized when I was born, but mm -hmm. it was never that big a deal in my family, uh, other than the fight between my grandmother and my mother as to whether or not I'd be Catholic. And my mother said, well, he can be Catholic, but you're taking him to Mass, and you're taking him to Communion, and you're taking him. And my grandmother said, okay, do whatever Forget you want. Forget that. <laughs> See, you know, it's, it's so different in different families. Uh, my wife yeah. has no issues with religion. I mean, you know, they, they've piddled around with the Lutheran Church a little bit, but she certainly went at times and, and that kind of thing. But, 
you know, my mom sent me to the uh, the Christian school, and I am just plagued mm. by all the, uh, the the stories of the Bible, and yep. I just. I can't tell you every single day I imagine the end of time when I'm standing there in front of God and I'm having, you know, this conversation about, uh, you know, why why it is that I've done whatever I've done and uh, why he, you know, if, if there really is a hell, then why he can't send me there because he screwed up in the way that he presented his message. That's not the the that's not what happens to me every day, but I still struggle with some of the issues that you're referring to, Mark, with with growing up in a kind of religious upbringing, although it wasn't very heavy for me. It was still it still made a mark uh, more coming up. This is Free Talk. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit PorcupineRealtor.com. That's PorcupineRealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various different features that we have on the site for you. They're all brought to you free over at freetalklive.com. Dot com. When, when you listen to talk radio, you hear advertisements for gold all the time. And, you know, what I found was that it was confusing. I, I don't, you know, I called up one of these gold companies and asked about, I'd like to buy some gold. And they talked to me about bullion and numismatics and collector's coins versus, uh, you know, Kurgans or whatever. And I was completely baffled. All I wanted in my hand was some gold or silver that, you know, I could use as an investment hedge against inflation. Some people want it for barter currency in case the big one comes or whatever. Well, what I tried to do is after educating myself a bit on this topic was to impart that education. And it's very easy. I basically just made it, you know, pick some coins that were intended to get gold or silver into the hands of uh, the people that go to this website. It's gold.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's teamed up with Midas Resources. That's the, the company that helps syndicate us. And it's they're great prices. Before you buy anyplace else, uh, go to gold.freetalklive.com. Look at what we've got there. That way you can compare. Smart shopping. Yep. All right, 800-259-9231 to the email box. We don't get that much time for email these days, but sometimes uh, one sneaks through from Patrick. He says, I'm a student at Marlboro College in Marlboro, Vermont, around 25 minutes west of Brattleboro, about an hour from Keene. Yeah, I hear the commercials on the uh, on the radio sometimes. We do the uh, the show from Keene, New Hampshire. They've got some kind of big uh, environmentalist architecture or something like that uh, degree. He says, I uh, began listening to Free Talk Live around five years ago, and I'm currently an amplifier. Thank mm. you, Patrick. Appreciate that. Uh, which, if, by the way, if you want to become an amplifier, you can do that at amp.freetalklive.com. Anyway, Patrick says, would I be able to trouble you for a few questions regarding how you view the Free State Project? He says he intends to make the move himself as soon as he finishes with his education. And There are, by the way, a lot of people who are saying that the Free State Project, while there are folks uh, in the ranks who are of a, you know an older age, certainly it's the bulk are people in there, I would say, mid-20s or, you know, their 20s and 30s. Yeah. And so a lot of the a lot of the the people that are in the Free State Project are going to make the move after they finish their education. So we're, I, I really think there's going to be a nice influx of uh, new movers in 2011, 2012, 2013 as people start getting free of their 
their educational bonds. The next 1,000 has uh, 270 signers, and those are likely people that even if the next 1,000 doesn't reach its 1,000 goal, will still move. Yeah. So, uh, the, so I think we're going to see a lot of people like Patrick who are just just waiting. I mean, they want to be here, but you know they've preempt they've gone ahead and they've committed to this four year degree and they've got to wrap it up. So um, then after that, they'll be uh, relatively free. They can uh, be move wherever it is they want to. It's a great time to make the move to New Hampshire after you tie up things like high school or college or whatever it is you're busy with. So he says, and the role, uh, so questions regarding the Free State Project and the role that Mark and yourself play. I'm in the midst of a research we project. We play a role. <laughs> okay. We're, we're uh, an advertising venue for them. That, that much is true. Uh, we're their number one recruiting platform. That much is true. Aside from word of mouth. Word of mouth uh, usually beats Free Talk Live, uh, but Free Talk Live is number one in, beyond anything else. You so, can't pay for word of mouth. That's true. Uh, so uh, he says, I'm in the midst of a research project for which I chose to focus on the Free State Project, and I would appreciate anything that you'd be willing to offer. Uh, so here are a few questions, and don't feel pressured to answer any of or, or, or all of them. Uh, he says, I'm curious to hear your take on Varen Why Swer- wouldn't we do that? <laughs> says, I'm curious to hear your take on Varen Swearingen's statement to John Stossel. Now, Varen Swearingen is the current president of the Free State Project. Uh, he also lives here in uh, beautiful Keene. John Stossel in 2007 describing the Free State Project as a model with which the negatives of a less free America can be made clear. Your take on that particular statement. So is the idea here that um, you know the Free State Project will become more uh, free while the rest of America becomes less free? Is that, the, is that what the claim is? You could insinuate that from that statement, or at the very least, the Free State Project will become more free while America doesn't become less free, but it certainly seems to be becoming less free. Well, um... The I would say that uh, the that what the the likely um, short term goal is that 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 New Hampshire will become less free less quickly than the rest of America, which you know will show will will sort of be an aggregate of more freedom. But in fact, wait a minute, I, what did you just say? New Hampshire will become less free less quickly than the rest of the country. Oh, I see what you mean. Because the fact is, we've got a, a legislature who's in power, who's going to be, you know, passing laws that have that, that restrict people's freedoms, not uh, increase them. It's it's rare that you see a legislature do that, increase people's freedom. So they'll be busy over there doing what they're doing. We we have at this point, as I understand it, a uh, for the next term coming up, basically a libertarian veto. There are about There's somewhere a little between, caucus, yeah, essentially. Between 10 and 15 FSP, Free State Project, Porcupine, Movers um, that are in the House, and several friends, and many uh, dozens of people who have gotten A-minuses, A's, A-pluses on the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance's uh, you know, rating system. By the uh, way, I heard that the Speaker of the House was announced as a um, not a Free State Project participant, but somebody who's very friendly with uh, very the Free, Free State yeah, Project. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> the guy who was the things lawyer. Things really couldn't have gone much better for the FSP in this re- most recent election. Yeah, now I don't know what the, the point, I forget what the importance of the Speaker of the House is, like he gets to set an agenda or something like that. What is it that is the, I, the big deal I don't know there? all the specifics, um, but uh, you know, I, I've got an interview tomorrow night that will be on uh, the post show, the Edgington Post show that you can listen at, uh, you know, uh, via the podcast, podcast. and I'll ask that particular question. I don't know specifically what he does, but it's obviously a leadership position, and yeah. um, the more people friendly to liberty and the leadership positions, the better. This, yeah. yeah, the better it is. The fact is, all the free this guy's staters, an A plus, isn't he? The, yeah, all the free staters were pushing for this guy, pushing hard. Um, as you know, he came down on top. Also, I'd like to point out that the the uh, 
the majority leader, which will be the head Republican, will also be a guy who's basically a libertarian. He was in with, uh, um, you know, some of the, the 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 first guy who was elected as a libertarian to the House, Don Gorman. Um, he was basically these guys were buddy buddy, and uh, you know, picked up yeah, many. Yeah, so there's of the some ideas. real political mm-hmm. successes that have uh, that have happened here. But to get back to his question, uh, so the question being. Describing Free State Project as a model with which the negatives of a less free America can be made clear, I think that's an accurate statement in that uh, as the contrast becomes more apparent between what we've got here in New Hampshire versus what everybody else has to deal with in the rest of the 49 states, it'll become more and more crystal clear to people who are at least paying attention uh, to what liberty is all about that, hmm, maybe I should be in New Hampshire. If I want freedom, maybe that's where I should be. I think that's certainly an intention is to create that contrast and not just for the rest of the country, but for the rest of the world to to finally have that beacon of liberty again that people can look to to say, oh, yeah. So that's how, how it could work without government taking away the trash. You know, that kind of thing uh, to, to, to show an example, a shining example of what liberty really is all about. So he says, as part of the media, how do you view how do you view role in the Free State Project? I think he means our, our role in the Free State Project or in advancing it as a model. Well, you know, the Free State Project is a – it's such a loose and fluid organization. The way it was set up, it's essentially the Free State Project is a website where you go and you sign up and say, I'll move to New Hampshire by such and such a time. Uh, the the minimum being that uh, when, when 20,000 people sign up, you'll move within a five-year window after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so – you know, the Free State Project is what you make of it. Yeah, that's absolutely the case. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can bring up whatever's on your mind, whether it's your thoughts on the Free State Project or you can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various different features that you'll find there totally free. Uh, again, freetalklive.com. One of those features is our archive section, going all the way back to late 2006, all of it free for you, courtesy of HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates, whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website. The experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com can help you. If you use that uh, portal that we've created hostgator.freetalklive.com you'll get your first month completely free that's that's our little gift to you 
hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right, 800-259-9231. We're going to continue here with this email and get back into your phone calls. Patrick has written in to ask some questions about the Free State Project. He is a Free State Project participant and plans to make the move to New Hampshire after he wraps up his uh, schooling there in Vermont. And, of course, some people are coming from much further away than Vermont. I'd like to point that out. People from around the world are members of the Free State Project. But he's asking about how what, you know, what is our role? What is Free Talk Live's role in the Free State Project or in advancing it as a model? And uh, Free Talk Live has been promoting the Free State Project since before they were an advertiser. Yeah. So we've been members probably since around 03. I think that's when I joined. I'm not sure when you came on, Mark. Been 04. Yeah, you came on a little later on. Um, but it took, you know, it took me a little while to decide that I wanted to join. And once I did, I was pretty pretty excited. I thought, man, this is a great idea and I want people to know about it. And so we started talking about it on a regular basis on Free Talk Live and eventually managed to uh, to hook up with uh, an actual ad purchase uh, from the Free State Project. And they were pretty, I think, we're, or, uh, they, they were a little wary at first of whether or not it would be worthwhile. And so one of their supporters actually jumped on to help us in the beginning and kind of got the ball rolling. And yeah. then when they found out that, hey, this is a pretty good deal that we're hey, getting look, it's here, working. Uh, they uh, they stuck on board, and so you know had had they never bought ads, we probably still would have been promoting the uh, the free state. We probably project. wouldn't. Uh, you know, Not we as regular. Wouldn't do the the live reads and everything. Yeah. But uh, to me, it's really the only solution for liberty in our lifetime. If I, mean, I thought it, there was a better one, I'd be promoting that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's uh, at this point. Hey, we haven't changed the rate since two thousand and four. I'm yeah, telling you, in. they're getting a really great rate. I, I, we'd be better off by dropping the Free State Project as an advertiser and moving on and, and using the avail for someone else. That's true. And, um, you know, so... So it's not about money. If we really, really thought that there was a better way, rather than deluding ourselves and thinking, oh, I'll just stay right here in San Francisco and fight the fight for liberty or wherever. Yeah. You know, I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm just, I'm, you know, just coming up with the ideas. You we know, like Star Child. Yeah, I do. Uh, the the, um, the San Francisco. I think he lives in San Francisco. He certainly should live in San Francisco. Yeah, it looks like he's uh, you know right down there at, uh, in Castro. Um, indeed. So you know, I I understand what people's ideas are. I just you know this is this to me is the best one. I can show proof of concept uh, with mine. You know, yeah, we actually not really going so well. Right. I mean, we actually have seen some advances in liberty here in New Hampshire since, and certainly we've seen some protections against the growth of the state happening already from the political side. Of course, from civil disobedience, there's a lot of excitement there too, uh, and other things outside the system, agorism, media creation, etc. So he goes on to say that, uh, and how do you feel about the major national news outlets, specifically the polarized left and right stations of CBS and Fox, respectively, and how they contribute or detract from the projects and liberties advancement? That's a pretty wide-cutting question. Uh, I, I would say... Any attention from the media is good. I don't care if it's a hit piece. Uh, it's good. Anytime. Right. The, the, you know, there's this, uh, this, this woman who uh, actually lives here in New Hampshire who um, likes to write hit pieces for uh, uh, a website called counterpunch.com or something yeah. like that. And every time she writes one, I have always noticed a little bump in signups. Because the fact is, any uh, you know, the people that care about liberty are going to sign up when they find out about these things, find out about the Free State Project, or get reminded about it, or whatever. Yeah. The people that don't, yeah, you know, whatever, so whatever. They don't care what's going on in New Hampshire. You cannot get somebody in Massachusetts excited about the idea that uh, New Hampshire has a liberty movement going on. No one cares. 
Yeah, all publicity is good publicity. So, um, you know, hit us with whatever you got, CBS and Fox. It's all good as far as I'm concerned. As far as Liberty's advancement and uh, the major news outlets, I don't really see them doing anything to advance Liberty except for when they cover us. So if they cover Meg or the guys from WeWon'tFly.com or whatever the issue is, uh, then that's good. If they cover Ron Paul, then that's good. Um, so the more they cover us, the better. And the manner that they cover us, uh, the liberty movement in, I'm not so concerned with. I'm just concerned with getting the coverage. If they, if it's a, a puff piece, then that's great too. Uh, but I would never be, I would never be worried about you know the most vicious hit piece out there. I would celebrate that. Thank you, thank you for the attention. Did you get the website URL correct? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's really the question. Yeah. Uh, so he goes on. He says, I tend to side more with your approach of civil disobedience and non-cooperation as opposed to using the system. So I can predict your answer, though. What approach do you see as having more of an impact in the future? And what can you point to in the Free State Project's past that was a win as a result of civil disobedience? Well, I don't honestly know. I mean, I think that civil disobedience and non-cooperation is very powerful, but it's also risky. And so it doesn't tend to attract a lot of uh, people. So that's kind of the issue there. But when you can get the numbers together, you do have incredible success stories like we did with the uh, the, the nightcaps this year during the summertime where people were out in the park and enjoying themselves on a social occasion for with a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of marijuana. And uh, then there's also the 420 celebrations that started up a year ago. And they pretty much died off at this point because – I don't know why you call those things successes, quite honestly. They're I think total the, successes. I think they're disasters um, that, that went uh, the way that the people planned them. Um, I wouldn't call them successes. But if I was going to look at the civil disobedience uh, movement and look at it from the outside, I'd say take a look at the cop watch. Um, that's, that was started, I guess, by me. Uh, but you know, I was the first one. I didn't start the organization. People started doing you know, them here. And the fact is you can film any cop in Keene, New Hampshire, anytime. That's not civil anything. disobedience. That's non-cooperation at best. Uh, whatever. Um, the, uh, it's all the same to, to pretty much everybody else. Walking into courtrooms with cameras. The fact is you can – We didn't win that one. Much more like – you have a, you have a much more latitude than you did previously. They were you do true, but we didn't win that one. There's still that's because a rule you guys it. haven't tried. You're too busy out smoking pot in the parks. And if they would have it's actually because done not st- many people have video cameras and are willing to get them confiscated. So it's again about risk. It's not as risky for people to smoke pot out in the park when there's 30 people around. But finding 30 people who are willing to have their cameras confiscated and broken is a little more difficult. So it's all about taking risk, and the more risk there is, the more the potential reward. But I don't blame anybody for not wanting to take risk. It sucks having to, you know, go to jail and deal with the court situation and all that. I mean, I've got, I went to a sentencing hearing today for the time when I stood in front of the police cars as the police were kidnapping a young lady in the park for uh, for drinking some alcohol, just enjoying her day in the park. I decided to stand in front of a police car to attempt to prevent that kidnapping. And uh, they arrested me for it, and they charged me with obstructing government administration. And the sentence was 360 days in jail with 300 days suspended. So, you know, there's some risk involved. And that's uh, scary to people, and I don't blame them for not wanting to get involved. So I think that while new, that non-cooperation and civil disobedience can be the most powerful, I don't know if it will end up being you know the, the critical component. I don't know if there will be a critical component. I think it's going to be different 
different paths on this particular road to liberty. And I think all of the above need to be done. I think I politics think the, and disobedience yeah, and media. I think media. politics is, at this point uh, is, uh, is, is winning that particular race. Um, there's a lot more people here willing to be part- participatory in politics. Um, I think that that was the original idea of the project. And I think that the civil disobedient people, people um, they're, they largely uh, focus on crap that uh, nobody cares about and I think are a contra uh you know, contrary to the the, the movement and what well, would be you're wrong, Mark, because That's the civil all... disobedience uh, folks have attracted a lot of people here to New Hampshire, yeah. myself included, and uh, I, there are a lot I, of I people. Didale, I didn't claim. I, whoa, whoa, you're, you're talking about attracting people. I didn't say that they weren't effective. They're very effective in attracting people. Well, you said However, it was crap. They're busy out there doing a bunch of dumb stuff that isn't really. Well, clearly, some of us who aren't dumb think it's not sat, not so dumb because myself and Dale, who's our Friday night co-host, moved here as a result of that. Sean, I I'm didn't not sure call what inspired. It I, I'm calling the stuff that's getting done dumb. Yeah, I, I personally came up here after seeing some of the civil disobedience and seeing the movement itself. I just couldn't stay away. So the civil disobedience was a uh, was a major factor. It was certainly a factor. I I'll definitely give it, it that. It definitely draws people. More coming up. You take control. Then it's not dumb. It's free talk live. You bring up what you want. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, maybe enough time for your call. If you make it now to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the cam. We've got a webcam there. You can watch, listen, and interact with other listeners. Our chat room being built into the same page, cam.freetalklive.com. Go there. It's free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. And brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer great prices and services on used networking equipment, such as Cisco routers and switches. They're your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right. I'll wrap up the last couple of questions in this email from Patrick and then get right back into your calls. They're asking about the Free State Project. What is it that triggered your own move to New Hampshire and the Free State Project? Uh, for me, it has to be the idea, and then following that, what actually triggered the move. Because the idea is sound. Bring liberty-minded people together. Get active. Great idea. Uh, I agree. It only took me a little while to get over the issue of it being cold. Cause That's I was really it. I mean, you know, moving from where you're you know parents are and and things like that you know the the place that you grew up the place that you're f- familiar and comfortable with but for me watching the people do the civil disobedience up here was what was really exciting to me to get me here folks like Russell Canning and Cat Canning the uh, publishers of the New Hampshire Free Press at newhampshirefreepress.com where the some of the pioneers in that Lauren Canario also one of the pioneers in doing civil disobedience and maybe some people think it's dumb but for me that was a, a, mo- a majorly motivating factor uh Sean that was also a factor for you as well that was certainly a factor. I, I also expect that uh, the the way we're actually going to finish off the state once and for all is going to be setting up 
uh, a counter economy and basic agorism. And this is the place that's going to happen. This is where the market's going to be. Creating the government services or alternatives to the government services uh, yeah. and not asking Creating permission. Creating protection services and, and such like that. We're going to have to create that marketplace, and I really think this is where that's going to be. And, the, the, of course, the trick there is going to be getting people to actually start buying those services as opposed to, in addition to, paying the taxes or at some point getting them to stop paying taxes uh, unless somehow the political guys can you know, roll back the property tax, which doesn't seem very likely anytime soon. Well, I think you're going to have to see the political people do that a lot more. Um, I think the taxes are the fr- – that's what the Republicans are going after. There's an $800 million budget deficit from left over from this most recent Congress because the Democrats were in and they're trying to expand all the the social programs and all that other stuff, and that's the first goal. That, that's the first stated goal of the the Republican Congress. I I fear you mean in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, I fear for the um, I fear for gay marriage. I really do in this state. You think they're going to do anything to uh, re- repeal the property tax though? That doesn't seem very well, likely. repeal so. it. No, yeah. I mean you're talking. You said reduce it. No, I, I said get rid of it. I'm okay. sorry if I, if I wasn't clear. I, I want to get rid crap. of it too, Ian. Yeah. Um, however, wouldn't you prefer to pay fewer thousands of dollars rather sure, than more? Sure, sure, that'd be great. Although, you know, like I said, I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. And I hope to see it, really. I, I hope to. Because I've, I've seen some things in the po- political system here that I didn't think I would see this soon. So I think it's going fairly, it's going fairly well there. Uh, so let's continue. Uh, Patrick does say that when do you see the message of freedom being heard and accepted nationwide? I don't know if I do. Not in my lifetime. I do. Um, I think that if I, I don't know about the, the lifetime, um, the I think that if New Hampshire is successful, that you'll see that it's going to be successful in increments. That the, none of this stuff is going to happen overnight. Um, liberty in our lifetimes is, you know, I consider that the likelihood of my entire lifetime. You'll see some level of uh, of shrinking of the government is what my expect expectation about all this is, but. You know, once once there's studies coming out and people are seeing how well New Hampshire's doing against the rest of the economy, I mean, quantitative easing twos out, eight six hundred billion dollars the federal government's printing. Uh, you know, people. Would you I don't talk know, Mark. About- I think it's too optimistic. I think that uh, what you'll likely see is I don't know if it's necessarily going to be the nation that is accepting the idea of freedom. I think that as New Hampshire becomes more and more of a beacon of liberty, you might see some of the ideas that are being implemented here implemented in other places. Will they all be implemented in those other places? Not necessarily. How much of it will uh, will get over people's xenophobia, for instance? I mean, that's going to be still a tough issue to deal with here in New Hampshire, the idea of, say, like seceding and opening the borders. You have to deal with that xenophobia, that nationalism that people will have present. Just the reduction of taxes is going to show push our economy so much higher than everybody else's. Sure, but that doesn't mean that people are going to accept the message of freedom. I mean, Hong Kong is more free than uh, than America, and you don't see anybody pushing to be like Hong Kong around here. So, uh, you know, there are lessons to be learned in other places around the the world, and no, not many people are instituting those lessons. We see statism on the rise. Will that change in different places? Yeah, but to to say that it's going to sweep across the nation, I think it's pretty optimistic. You know, you might see pockets like you know Austin, Texas, or Phoenix, Arizona, or something. I'm just throwing out names of you know where there are some. Liberty-minded people that are gathered, you might see some uh, advancements in some areas, but uh, I don't know. You you might see more advancement in Costa Rica than you will here in you know in California. Who knows? Uh, because I think a lot of people will be watching in in different places, not just around the country. And he says, finally, what separates the project from any number of Democrat and Republican movements? Well, I don't know if any Democrat or Republican movements are anything like the Free State Project. And there's also the principle, the idea that government shouldn't be involved in people's lives and that you know the maximum role of government 
which should be the protection of life, liberty, and property. And I don't think Democrats and Republicans would agree with that statement. I don't see uh, concerted efforts to get people to pick up and move um, for, you know, given areas. And by the way, they have Democrat states. They have Republican states like those. We we know what the results are in Utah or yeah. Alabama or, or California, yeah, California, Illinois, uh, Hawaii. I mean, they're, they're all over. You can you can see what Democrat and Republican policies when implemented result in. Let's go to your phone calls. Ed is in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ed. Man, you gentlemen wouldn't punish a caller, would you? 26 well, minutes. You know, I love it when people complain about how long they had to stay on hold. Do you actually have something you want to say? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, why would you put a caller on hold for 26 minutes? I don't know. Maybe because you didn't have anything worth talking about. I have no idea, Patrick. We were in well, the I middle mean, of something. We had an hey, email we were reading. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to comment on religion. Uh, these these people say there's a God, there's a, a real big problem for them. God is omnipotent, God is wholly good, yet evil exists. But also, if you wouldn't have put me on hold for 26 minutes, I right. wanted to bust the longevity myth. The so-called free marketers wanted to talk about what all medicine has done. Uh, there's one reason why we live as long as we do now. Why is that? Tobacco use is at its lowest level. <laughs> that's a fact. Well, that's yeah, it correla- it's correlative. Uh, I don't know if it's causative. Why would you want to punish a caller? All right, goodbye. For- Thank you for the call. I'm tired of the bitching and moaning. Uh, we were in the middle of an email, sir, and I didn't feel like interrupting the email in order to take another phone call. I knew we would get through the email, so I decided to take the phone call after the email rather than interrupt the email. Hope that makes sense to you. Let's continue now and talk to Andy in Michigan. Andy, you're on Free Talk Live. A lot of people appreciate being able to talk on a nationally syndicated radio talk show, but apparently some people just want to bitch. People live longer because they wash their bodies. Yeah, that's a, that's a good reason. Well that's said, Andy. Um, <laughs> what I wanted to say real quick was, if you haven't seen... That speech that Ron Paul gave in the Congress when he introduced his American Travelers Dignity Act or whatever it was, go see that. I haven't Holy seen it. Holy cow! It is at the I believe it's at the top of LouRockwell.com today. I haven't seen it, but I did see where it was, and people can go to LouRockwell.com, L-E-W-Rockwell.com, and see that there. He was basically insulting to the Congress, insulting to the executive branch. Nice. Um. And openly called for civil disobedience. He encouraged really? the, the national, uh, the national, what is it? National opt out day. day. Yes? Yeah, on the 24th. Correct. So. People can go to wewontfly.com to learn more about national opt out day and how to get involved. That's all I got, gentlemen. Have a great night. Great. Th- you're not going to complain that you had to, you had to wait? Thanks. For I only waited 17 minutes. Oh, <laughs> preference. We treated you with preference. Well, actually, we did take the other guy first because he called first. But that's not how we always do it. Sometimes uh, the rules are different. Sometimes uh, well, that's, like then radio, they wouldn't be rules. <laughs> right, like, right. Like a radio listener might get preference uh, over an Internet listener that we are familiar with because we're usually unfamiliar with, uh, with the radio listeners. There's different reasons why things are done on this program. If you don't like it, then go pound sand somewhere. Go start your own, your own radio program, and when you get up to 84 stations, 
then you can maybe complain about the way we went ours. Yeah, right. take your calls I, I, I however understand. you want on your own show. Did um, did he have some reason for suggesting that we were punishing him for having said something previously? Because I don't know. No, remember. he was just bitching because he had to hold okay, for 27 so it's not minutes. Punishment. It was about preference, and we were choosing to do one thing over another because it wasn't punishment. Um, I, I don't remember him doing. You know, I never that, heard of that guy before. Yeah, I don't remember that. So I mean it. Uh, you know, we were reading, we were doing something. The show, it's it's uh, progr- uh, programming. I mean, I'm, I'm more choice. likely to stop in the middle of an article to take somebody's phone call than I am to stop in the middle of an email. I'm not going to stop in the middle of another call and take a call. Why would I stop in the middle of someone's email and take a call? Not to say it hasn't been done, but if it's a long email, yeah, exactly. All right, and this one was not. So we are done for tonight, and thanks to everybody that appreciates uh, Free Talk Lab and uh, getting on these airwaves, because you can bring up anything if you're patient. More coming up tomorrow night. See that. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally. With information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing, here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. One of the most common complaints I hear from my clients is having a persistent lack of energy. Lacking energy can come from a variety of causes, including not getting proper nutrients from your foods and eating too many processed foods that can fill you with empty calories. These foods do not provide you with the proper fuel for the energy your body needs. An excellent source to this ongoing epidemic is to make sure you consume enough omega fatty acids in your diet to restore that much-needed energy. To combat the low-energy blues, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains the wonderful acai berry that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice from Genesis Today tastes fantastic and it takes energy and alertness to new levels. Drink a glass of nutrient-rich acai berry juice in the morning and you'll get a thousand percent of the daily value of vitamin B12 and you will feel energized throughout your entire day. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.